Welcome to The Rundown, new music podcast, or if you're listening to this later on, new music show. Uh, this is interview number 23. Previous interview was with the wonderful Maeve DeVoe. This interview is with Mr. Alan Sweeney from The Crom, the man himself. Hello, Alan. How are you doing, Cammy? You all right, mate? I'm not too bad, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, good, thanks. Good. All the better for seeing you. That's it. <laughs> Flattery's not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> I, yeah, quite. I started off uh, being nice, you know. <laughs> I like that, I like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's nice to have you on the podcast or the show when it goes out on the show later. Um, but, yeah, uh, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. I'm good, yeah. How about yourself? You okay? Ah, not too bad, not too bad. I've got you on here because we're going to be talking about you. We're going to be talking mm-hmm. about the band, The Chrome, of course. And we're going to be talking about your wonderful album, Right On Cue. I'm right. sure you've got a lot to share about that, I would mm-hmm. imagine. Uh, we'll get to, you know, delve in deep. Uh, so, yeah, the song we're going to be listening to first from the album is called Candy. Can you tell us a little bit about Candy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can, actually. Um, it was, a, believe it or not, um, it was an anti-peer pressure song, Candy. Um, you know, at the time I wrote that, there was a, I don't want to go too much into this, but at the time I wrote that, there was a lot of sort of young guys and, and drugs and stuff kicking about, you know, and yeah. and that they had to, you know, but so I wrote the song about that, just people, not not myself, but people feeling peer pressure. So it was an anti-peer pressure song, really, but done with a, a sort of a, a jaunty, upbeat, um, you know, musical soundtrack, if you like. So they, that's true. Yeah, it's just about the risks and perils about doing stuff that you don't want to do, and you know, and don't do them if you, you know. So that was that without without going too too deep in. <laughs> yeah, I think you ha- I think you handled that well, touching on it lightly. Well, here it is, folks. Here is Candy, and as I say, it's part of the album. It's from the album Right on Cue, which came out on the sixth of the eleventh, twenty twenty one.
Alan. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit more about the album right on cue. Uh, the album, so I've been I've been in bands sort of since the mid nineties, right, in one way or another. Um I started off as a singer in other people's bands. I couldn't play an instrument and that and but I was always a a prolific uh, writer of stories and poems and things like that. I, I was always quite into that at school. Um, so some of the songs on writing cure have been floating about for a few years, you know. Um, a lot of them, most of them uh, are, are new. Um, so, yeah, um, then all I needed to do then was assemble a band, and uh, which I did. My brother, uh, Frankie, he plays the bass. Um, our original guitarist, Joe Robertson, we were friends from school. We, we'd been in bands when we were like 17. Um, and then the drummer, Lee Fitzpatrick, he was in another band and I always wanted to poach him. And I finally did. Uh, <laughs> once I played the songs from the album, he's like, right, that's it. I'm leaving my band and I'm joining this band. And and that was really it. I, I had a clutch of songs. Um, I've got more songs I write all the time. Um, obviously, I do play instruments in that now. So... Um, yeah, that was it. So some of them was just a clutch of songs I had. Other ones were ones I'd written just at the time I'd assembled the band. So um, the other thing, of course, was uh, the lockdown and stuff. Uh, it gave me a lot of time to write songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been quite prolific uh, in that regard. So, you know, there was some good come out of a bad situation, I suppose. Definitely, definitely. Uh, that's that's quite, that's quite the insight to... Uh to the album uh where did the name come from for the album right right on cue it's quite uh hi i like it yeah thanks well what happened was um i, I wrote a song uh outside your window for my son when he was born uh, my son was born in uh, september uh, 2019 just before like the bottom fell out the world you know and so i wrote a song and um it's in the final verse you know uh, the race is won you know, though you could have run much further, but you stopped right on cue. So it was a lyric from a song I wrote for my son. Um, but also, I, I sounded quite snappy, the crom, right on cue, like the crom, here we are. It was like a nimsin ourselves, you know? So it, it was, I mean, we toyed with loads of different um, album titles as, as bands invariably do, but that just seemed to, to fit. On the nose, as they say, on the nose. I, I like that, I like that. That then uh, leads me on to asking, where did the name The Crom come from? Right, well, I grew up, uh, myself and my brothers, uh, grew up in a street in Perth called Cromwicks Road. Um, so when we were growing up, uh, it's not now, but when we were growing up, it had apparently been quite a notorious place in the 60s and 70s. Uh, I was born in 79. So, I mean, that, that kind of thing had passed by then. Mm. It was a wee bit more respectable then. But um, my dad sort of grew up in the same area. And he used to run about and there was like mod revivalists, you know, they like sort of had the Lambretta, the Vespers instead of Lambretta, sorry. Oh, yeah. And all the red Perrys and the monkey boots and all that. And <laughs> gang called the Crom, like a wee scooter gang, you know. Um, and I just always liked that. And because I grew up in that street, it was just a little homage to the gang that my dad's kept about with and, and the street I grew up in. So that's, that's, that's named it. Well, it's named after the street, yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I always love asking that question because it, 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 you never know where it's going to come from. No, no. <laughs> I used to be in a band years ago, myself and my brother called Flag, F-L-A-G-G. Okay. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the real reason. Um, it was named after a character in a Stephen King book, like the, the Eyes of the Dragon. And yes. this 
appeared in lots of different books, you know, the stand and stuff like that. But everybody um, that asked me, I uh, lied and I gave them all the wrong answer. I told them it was a surname, it's a village in England, just whatever, you know. But uh, the real reason was that. But I've given you the real reason for the Crom Cami. So, oh, I like <laughs> thank you. I feel very, very honoured and privileged. Uh, <laughs> but no, we're, we're, I told you we're going to get into the meat and bones of the Crom and what it's all about and such. And yeah. When it comes to writing a song, like where where does where does it start for you? This is a thing I'm asked quite a lot, uh, and I'm not trying to sound mystical or, or dark arts here, but I'm quite a um, an observational writer. Like I'll you know I'll, I'll write not I'll write more in sort of third person, or I'll write more about other people, like stories I've heard about them, or. Um, situations they are going through or things I've just seen, you know, in the street. Um, what normally happens to me is uh, I'll, I'll develop a story based on usually someone else's situation and it's usually somebody quite close to me or whatever. Um, and then I'll come up with, I'll maybe get a key word or a key phrase that, that might be a bit of the chorus. So essentially the lyrics tend to come first for me. And then I could be in town or I could be at work and I'm like, oh, I need to get home, I need to get my guitar right now, I need to get it, you know, and then I'll, then the music. So I, it does come quick, but I've said this to people before and I don't know if they believe me, but it's the truth. Um, if I was to sit down with my guitar or my piano or whatever and a notepad and a pen, I would be unable to write a song. It wouldn't happen. I'd be sitting there three days later with still nothing to show for it. It has to, it has to come to me you know and whether that could be like an idea for a chord progression or like I say usually the lyrics first but if I sat down to try to write a song it wouldn't happen so I just have to let it go when it when it comes you know yeah just go with the flow sort of sort of speak yeah, yeah. you yeah. get that idea you run with it essentially well I mean well the song outside your window um that's on right on cue that I told you I wrote for my son yeah. that that um, every day since he was born, he's three now, and I've got another son now, he's he's six months, but every day since my son was born, where I live in Perth, I kind of live up a hill that's got a, a viewpoint over the whole, of, the whole of Perth, and you see like Canoe Hill and you see the mountains in the distance and stuff like that, and um, every day like I, I held my son up to the, the window in my top landing, you know, for uh, any of your American viewers, they probably don't know what a landing is, but uh, you know, I <laughs> got my top land and, and um, I said to him every day still do like what can you see today can you see the birds can you see the trees can you see the sky can you see the houses can you see and then I say to him the whole world is yours my boy and it's just outside that window and then just from that there and then came that song you know the, just telling him the world's yours and if I can facilitate it you know I'm not a wealthy man by any means but <laughs> facilitate it it's the world's yours son and it's just outside that window you know just got to go and get it wow i love it i love it just thanks yeah it's it isn't it isn't it dark magic or whatever it was you said it's just it's just how That's it works it. for you yeah it's just just things that happen you know things that happen you write them down before you forget and you know sometimes they're a song and other times you throw that away and think oh, that's a bit rubbish but um no that's it just just the things i see I like that. I like that a lot. That's that's quite the insight. Uh, take notes, people. <laughs> take notes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. tell me, what, what's what's your thoughts on like the local music scene where you're based? Yeah. So Perth is uh, Perth's an interesting place. I mean, obviously, it's not the biggest uh, city in Scotland, um, but 
that I've always had an interest in uh, amount of musicians comparative to the size of it. Always has done. Um, it's quite funny just now though because there seems to be sort of two camps in Perth musically, and we don't kind of sit in any of the two of them. Uh, there's like a there's a there's a big um, Americana, uh, you know, sort of Southern fried type sort of camp in Perth um, that's that's been ongoing for a while. And there's another sort of camp just now where a lot of the younger guys are, are sort of playing um, sort of a bit funky, funkadelic with brass sections and slap bass and, you know, and then we've come along, these indie rockers, like, you know, sort of, we're friends with people in this camp and we're friends with people in that camp, but we kind of just don't belong in either camp. <laughs> but there's, yeah, there is a bit of a scene in Perth just now. Um, like I say, there's always been uh, great musicians in Perth, um, you know, so, yeah, yeah it's, just, yeah, it's an exciting time. Yeah, there's always somebody doing something, yeah. Sounds good, sounds good. It sounds a, a definitely a, a place to, to check out for sure. Uh, I, I'd, I'd love to ask people that listen in, could you point to Perth on a map, please? <laughs> oh, you're familiar, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they could find it. Uh, right, so we get to... This is a part of the podcast slash show where we're going to listen to two songs from two artists. I sent you two songs. We're going to listen mm-hmm. to them again, and uh, I'm going to get your thoughts on them. So it's basically yeah. you reviewing the songs. Uh, <laughs> should be interesting. Uh, no pressure. <laughs> no. So the first song we're going to be taking a look at is from the band Shambolics. They're also from Scotland. I forget where they're from. That, that that helps uh, but you'll you'll hear it in the song folks the song's called take it or leave it from the ep take it or leave it funny which came out on the 3rd of march 2023 Darkness stolen all of your life Where you say you're never 
Alan, yes. would you say said song was right on cue or was it just meh? <laughs> no, it's just, I, I like it. I like it. I mean, you know, I, I don't know much about the Shambolics. I mean, I know, I think, I think it's, Dun, I might be wrong. I think it's Dunfermline they're from. I know it's Fife. I know that. Um, rings a bell. Yeah, it rings a bell. Aye, there's, there's an Alan McGee tie-in with them as well. Um, Alan McGee, you know, from Creation Records, he's something yes. to do with them, I, I believe. So, but uh... um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're immensely popular band in Scotland just now. Um, you know, they, they dwarf our Spotify listeners anyway. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of when I listened to it, it kind of reminded me a little bit like sort of elements of the View meets another sort of. Uh, young band now, um, Parley Ammo, who are also from Perth, actually, coincidentally. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's very much in that um, sort of vein, I would suggest. Yeah, very indie. Oh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> definition of indie, shambolics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I say, I'm not overly familiar with them. I'll maybe have to start listening to them a bit more, you know, and uh, if the Shambolics are listening, let's do a gig together, guys, you know what I mean? We're only up the road, so... Um, but yeah, good tune, yeah, good tune. Uh, yeah, so part of my reason for picking it uh, was I thought, yeah, like, if I could imagine, you know, the Chrome of the Headline Act, who would be the support next? I could imagine Shambolics being one of the support next, no problem. Well, do you know what? Probably in, in terms of their popularity, it probably has been a support act, to be fair. Right? I mean, because they, they do seem to be doing great things. Um, I think they're signed to a, a label, Scruff of the Neck Records, they're in Manchester, I think. Uh, I've done a wee bit of homework on them, you know. Uh, so you've got to, you've got to, haven't you? You've got to keep your ear to the ground with these things. Oh, of course. Definitely. But, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah tune, it'll, it'll definitely make me want to listen to more of their, their material. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll need, to, we'll need to get in touch with them and see if they'll, they'll, they'll maybe do a collab or something. That would be nice. That would be cool. Always good. Very much so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I quite liked the song myself, as I was saying. Um, and yeah, I didn't know about the sort of ties, you know, with Parley Ammo. Uh, they're, they're a good band as well. Uh, yeah. Definitely worth uh, definitely check them out, folks. You'll find them on Spotify along with Shambolks, but of course, The Chrome, because that's who we're talking about today, The Chrome. But uh, the next song we're going to have a look at is from the band Coco and the Lost. The song's called What's Your Take On It? And that came out on the 24th of March, 2023. <laughs>
Yes. What's your take on it? What's your take on Coco uh, and the Lost? <laughs> great song. A great song. Uh, really punchy. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the girls, the singer, uh, her vocals reminded me uh, sort of early, early Gwen Stefani, no doubt. Sort of vocals, you know. Not the, what I call the, the golden Gwen period when she hooked up with, uh, what's his name? Dre and all that, you know. And she had, you oh, know, yeah. the gold. It was, reminded me very more of the, the early sort of, no doubt, vocals but yeah yeah punchy uh, good song I, I really like that yeah had my had my, my toes tapping anyway that one yeah yeah it's it's one of those songs uh for me at least uh when it starts you're a bit at least for me it was like mm, and then it surprises you because it kind of changes a bit and you're not expecting <clears> it and it's just oh the more you listen to it the more you begin to appreciate it yeah yeah absolutely yeah now she's got a good voice um Sound like they're a uh, good bunch of musicians. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's I think it's my favourite of the, the two. Mm, if I can say that, or ah, you can, you can. It's uh, <laughs> sure neck on the line, no mind. <laughs> oh, we don't. We, we like you as well, shambolics. Don't worry, we, we like you as well. <laughs> yeah, just 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 as good, just as good. <laughs> uh, so. You touched a little bit on it before, but uh, COVID, how did it affect you and the band? Uh, yeah, it was tough. It, it was tough because, you know, we, we only formed in late 2019. Um, and then, you know, so I mean, I had a, a baby and stuff like that, but we were going to rehearsals and stuff like that. And then obviously everything changed and... Um, and we were desperate to get going. You know, we had an album that we wanted to record and we couldn't. Um, we, you know, every time we sort of lifted local restrictions a bit, we would kind of hurriedly get together and record what we could. But, I mean, like, we did we did a lot of the editing even uh, with our producer over Zoom. You know, he brought up Pro Tools and stuff in Zoom and it was quite odd because the other guys, uh, I had a slower laptop than the rest of the guys, so they're editing these uh, these tracks and I'm about sort of four seconds behind them saying, yeah, that changed that bit. And like that, yeah, we already did, Alan, you know, with that oh, laptop. So, um, but yeah, it was, we, you know, we were, ready to, we were ready to sort of literally to rock and roll, um, you know, pardon the pun, but we couldn't. Um, so it, it took us a wee bit of a while to, to get the word out there, but, like I said uh, previously, um, it, it gave me time to write songs and it could be quite picky with the songs because I had a whole bunch of them. Um, so from that point of view, uh, you know, all wasn't lost, you know. We, we, it stood us in good stead, but we were missing getting out playing live and, and showing people who we were and stuff like that. So so I, I kind of had to up my, my social media game during that time just to stop people from forgetting about us, you know, and... And they hadn't even seen us at that point, so it was it was really um, important to uh, keep reminding people every day. This is us. We will be here soon. We'll be here, you know. So yeah, just tough times for a lot of people, eh? So horrible. It was. It was, and it's it's that way as well. We tend to we kind of forget about the year twenty twenty, don't we? Like it's a well, yeah. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> what year's that? <laughs> we just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, we just we just forget about it. <laughs> but no, it's it's good that you were able to still move forward in a sense, like it wasn't a complete yeah. hindrance. And that so no, you had to sort of you had to sort of try and be as positive as you could, 
you know, otherwise you you would go crazy, I think, eh? So, um, so yeah, so while it did stifle us a bit in one regard, it, it helped in another as well, you know? And then when the world kind of opened up again, uh, you know, I mean, everybody had a renewed vigour, I think, in the world to go out and do things that you, you hadn't done for a while or see people. And so we come out, we came out the blocks like, like greyhounds, you know, like just desperate to, to go for it, you know? So it's, it's been good for that. It's been good for that point of view, I suppose. Well, no, that, 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 that is good. Uh, as I say, you know, I'm, I'm glad you've been able to still find a way forward and whatnot under the, the difficult circumstances. I always, I always like asking that question as well, because I'm curious to know, you know, was it a hindrance towards any band or, or artist? And I'm, I'm, it's, it's good to hear that the vast majority that I've spoken to, it's been a positive outcome, not a negative outcome. So that's that's what I like to hear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what, uh, tell me what is in store for the Crom, i.e. Uh, and yourself between now, the end of the year and beyond? Uh, well, um, immediately uh, we are in the middle of recording our second album, actually. Um, so the, the bass and drum tracks are recorded, the mic and rhythm guitar tracks are recorded. Uh, the lead guitar um, is getting recorded tomorrow, uh, in an eight-hour session tomorrow. Um, once that's done, we'll do a wee bit of editing, then the usual vocals, backing vocals, a bit overdubs. So we're hoping to get that album out this year. Um I mean, it's a laborious process, but I selfishly want the album out by the 6th of November this year so I can say I've released two albums in two years, you know. I mean, that's that's no mean feat for any band, I think, you know. Um, you know, even big signed bands and stuff, they don't put out two albums in two years hardly, you know. So, um, so but if, I mean, it takes as long as it takes. So that, yeah, so that's the most immediate and pressing thing. The album's being worked on right now. Um we are booked up until August gig-wise all over the place. Uh, we're playing in Perth this Saturday. That's our last gig in Perth for a wee while and then we're kind of out on the road a wee bit um, going, going up to Inverness and through to Stirling and, um, you know, hopefully uh, PJ Malloy's in Dunfermline. Um, so if the Shambolics are listening, you know, I, I loved your I song. I was only joking about the other one being better. Guy. Maybe see you Berlin, you know um, so yeah yes, yeah, yeah it's a good time it's a busy time you know we're still getting sort of gig offers and stuff some we've got to turn down because we're busy or um, so yeah yeah but just a busy year busy year for gigging busy year for recording the second album uh, yeah you're in a good place yeah good place by chance is the second album going to be named after a street <laughs> or a gang <laughs> oh the second album um, I'll tell you is actually called Evolution um, the reason being uh, that well the band has physically evolved for one you know the lead guitarist that was with us isn't, he's somebody else now you know he's physically changed into another guy um, so uh, so the band has evolved um, I think the songs uh, have evolved slightly my, my songwriting process that we talked about earlier hasn't changed but I think because of the, the rush to get it done after the lockdown mm. There was a bit of, not the production, the producer, another producer, a guy called David McFarlane. He's he's one of the finest young producers in Scotland. He really is. The guy's great. You know, he's he's done so much. Um, his production and and his uh, recording techniques and engineering was, you know, he gave us a really really great album. But I think the band we had a an almost garage band mentality about it. Right, let's just write some spiky songs. 
you know, we'll put some lovely ones about my son looking out a window on and that for the quieter moments and, and we'll see what happens type thing, you know. So it was a bit like that because we had all these ideas and, you know. Um, but this album, whilst the songs uh, formed the same process, uh, observational things and things I've seen, um, we've more written them like, you know, thinking more about the structure. Like, so when I take the bare tracks to band rehearsals, I'll say, right, guys, listen, there's loads of scope here for three-way harmonies. There's loads of scope here for your guitar solo. There's a bass break here. So we're, so in that regard, yeah, I, I think this album is just a bit more grown up, maybe. Yeah. You know? I think so. So evolution, we've evolved, the band's evolved, and the songs maybe have evolved. I don't know. Maybe they've not, but, you know, so we'll see. But that's that's what we we wanted to call it, yeah. I like that. I like that. That's, that's very touching, and, uh, and no doubt it. Yeah, of course, because you know you'll be you and the banjos will be working on different things and improving upon things. And doesn't you know if if the lyrics are sound, which I, I would say they are based on listening to right on cue. The, I, I I have no reason to think that this new album will be any different in that sense. But maybe from a musical standpoint and from a singing standpoint, yeah it'll be, as you say, a bit more mature, a bit more uh, evolved, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a a tricky one, because like I say, right on cue, some of these songs I've been floating about for years, um, and then other ones I kind of wrote at a fast rate. Um, So, I mean, for us, uh, Evolution, uh, some of the songs in Evolution are are maybe two years old for us now. You know, I'd written them just after right on cue was released. Some of the songs on Evolution are only about six weeks old, you know, some of them. So when we thought we had the album, I come into band practice and I'm like, right, I've got this song. Ah, that needs to go on the album. That needs to go on the album. So then I was like bumping another one off the album, you know, because otherwise you'd have a mad album. So <laughs> some of them are, um, there's going to be 11 tracks on this album. Um, again, there's going to be some sort of fast paced rockers. There's going to be some sort of more slow down numbers. Uh, I mean, there's, there's one that doesn't have drums at all. It doesn't have drums. And uh, it's quite funny. So I play it acoustic. It's almost like, a, it's almost like you, if you can imagine yourself riding a horse through a dusty desert with tumbleweeds and cactuses and, or cacti, probably, I should have said. <laughs> um, but uh, there's no drums. Um, Lee, the drummer, he plays claves, you know, like the wooden blocks. Oh, yeah. And, um, and when we do, they look like hot dog sausages, right? And when we do that song live, we say to everybody, right, the drummer's got away to play hot dogs, you know, now, and he brings them out because they're brown and they're wooden and they're, like, you know, and he, he, I actually get people come up and say, listen, mate, that, that wasn't really hot dogs, was it? You're like, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so there's things like that. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to say that this album's more us pleasing ourselves. It's, it's not that. I, uh, the same as before. I just write what comes into my head. Um, you know, there's there's not a thematic thing like right on cue. There wasn't a theme there. It's just it's just what there is. You know, um, this is the same. But uh, we've experimented a bit more with this one. Um, not annoyingly so. Just different sort of guitar tones and and we've put a bit more emphasis on that. You know, like we've really worked hard on our three way harmonies. Um, uh, we've worked hard on uh, trying to secure great guitar tones and stuff like that. Um, I used uh, a lot of vintage amps and that, you know. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Just in a nutshell, it's just it's just evolved. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that, and it just sounds like yeah, progressing naturally. 
yeah, this next album is it's 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 the next logical step. And uh, yeah, I hope you get it out. And uh, was it November? You said you'd like it to be out. That is, yeah, that would be that would be that's just my personal thing, you know. It'll come out when it's right, you know, not before. But yeah, I'm I'm like, come on, guys, let's get this out. Come on, let's do this, you know. <laughs> Uh, needs to be out by November, you know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we're on track for that. I think, you know, we're on track. We're, do- we're doing well. Like I say, the lead guitars are being recorded tomorrow, um, and then the producer Dave, he just says to us at the end, you know, when everything's done, right? There's a box of instruments. Just whatever you can play, do it. I mean, on right on cue, I played an ebo, for instance. I never played one in my life. You know, like Stuart Adamson for Big Country played an ebo. Oh yeah, I never played. Uh, so we used that on why. We used glockenspiels and right on cue and xylophones and two tambourines because they sounded slightly different to one another. And we just went mental, you know, in the end. We went mental with every instrument we could find that we could physically play, you know. So um, we even, uh, my youngest brother, who's not in the band, we even had him in uh, doing hand claps on <laughs> uh, uh, Quit Your Morning, you know. So he wanted... Uh, named in the credits for that which I did but he's not getting any royalties Cammy. <laughs> that he only goes far as his name that's it <laughs> he's on an album what more does the boy want do you know what I mean <laughs> maybe that's his face put on it as well <laughs> <laughs> nah you don't see of you no maybe an embarrassing moment photo uh, <laughs> evolution <laughs> just wouldn't mix I would imagine <laughs> but I tell you Cammy, when you know what um, I won't be letting him hear this podcast mate my, my youngest brother because uh, you know he's younger than me but he's built like a tank the guy you know so I've just slated him <laughs> so uh, good though no, 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 I feel guilty. Uh, yeah, I'll try not to promote it as much. <laughs> uh, no offence. <laughs> so uh, we come to my, my favourite part of the interview, which is what I call the, the quick fire round. Yes, folks, I'm using quotations here. Quick fire. It's never quick. You've heard it before. Uh, but for those of you that haven't, I'm going to ask a series of fun questions. Get your thoughts on it. Um, it's not going to be quick at all. We're going to be here until two in the morning. Kidding on, we won't be. <laughs> it's not as long as that. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's get started. So an easy one. Favorite food? Peas. What? Peas. Peas. Yep. Yeah. See if every food in the world yes. was to, you'd only choose one for the rest of your life. I would eat peas. Peas. Just on their own. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, petty. Pl- <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. Ah, no, peas. Fair enough. What is it you like about peas? Just simple, eh? Just simple. <laughs> you know, you can eat a lot of them and not feel like you know you've overindulged. You know, I just love peas. I love them. Love peas. Well, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that. Peapods when I was a kid, you know, in Cromwell's Road. Oh, yeah. He always had to steal them and that, you know, and yeah, maybe it comes from that. Possibly, possibly. I like, I like that. That's, that's a nice answer. <laughs> Favourite, so, so <laughs> that's a bit interesting one. Uh, Favourite word in place of a swear word. So, for example, you've stubbed your toe and, you know, you don't want to swear in front of your kids necessarily. So, as opposed to going, oh, what, what, what would you say in, in place <laughs> I'll just go, oh, bother. 
<laughs> it's a bit of a hard one because you're because oh, you don't really oh, think, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. You know, you know, stubbing anything on an inanimate object has got to be the angriest uh, you'll ever be in your life. And bother isn't really the word you want to say, but I don't know. Or or ah, yabam, yabam. Fun for you, Cammy. You know. I like that. I like that. <laughs> but anyway, you can swear if you want. Like you know, uh, I should I should say this before we start. You can swear. <laughs> oh, oh, do you know what? It's no, it's very uncouth, mate. It's very uncouth, and plus I, I swear too much, so I'm trying to be. Here, you know. Uh, no peas for you if you swear. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Tins are confiscated. <laughs> a, a most embarrassing moment, if you've got any. Yeah, yeah, I do, actually, yeah. Um, so I was going, uh, probably the most embarrassing moment in my life, and I, I wasn't, I was secondary to it, actually. Um, I was going to Edinburgh uh, one weekend with my wife for a, a day slash night out, staying overnight in Edinburgh. So I get the train. And so just before Haymarket, you know, this is when you could still drink on the train and that, I said, right, look, I've had a couple of cans of lager, I'm going to go to the, the toilet and the train. So I went to the toilet and the train, opened the door, and here was this really tall, young lady. You must have been about early 20s or something, maybe. And she was completely starkers, man, you know. But she was, like, so tall. Uh, you know, when I walked in, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm only five foot eight, right, yeah. and a half. And she was so tall, like, our, our sort of nether regions were kind of, like, sort of just face. <laughs> honestly, remarkably tall, right? And it was mortifying. And then, so she'd obviously thought, right, I'm going to night out in Edinburgh. I'm going to quickly get changed, you know, bef- between the Haymarket and Edinburgh. And it's, and, and it was, I don't know, why, why, just why didn't she walk the door, man? You know, just walk the door. So then I kind of turned around red-faced, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I went back to my wife and I says, listen, I says, oh, and then the girl came out and like she here she was sitting on the table directly opposite us. So the rest of the way I'm sitting like, oh, no. You know, like my face like a beetroot, man, eh? So that was probably the worst one, to be honest with you. Well, that, 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 that. <laughs> That's quite the story. <laughs> I had no hesitation answering that question because it's like, worst thing that, that happened to me, eh? So... In a way, <laughs> it left an impression, but clearly, did, did, did it, has it caused you to write a song? <laughs> no, 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 I, I, no. Do you know what? Actually, one of the rare times when an observation hasn't become a song, you know, but now you've said it, you know, and you've just made this memory come back. Who knows? Maybe the third this girl will be immortalized. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> only in Scotland would something like that happen, only I would imagine. <laughs> Uh, yes, folks. That that you can lock the, the the bathroom on these trains, but clearly this this uh, lady thought, no, I'll risk yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, what's the worst that could potentially happen here on a passenger train full of people on a Saturday afternoon? What's the worst that could happen? Well, that is <laughs> oh, a story that nobody's going to forget anytime soon. <laughs> no, I love it. Oh, biggest pet peeve. Biggest pet peeve uh, when you are trying to relay a story or speak to somebody, and they're you know they start speaking to somebody else or whatever, and you know like that that annoys me, you know. And you've got to start when you've got to start a story with five six times because the other person's not invested in it, and you're like, come on, man, can I just tell you the story? Then you can go back, you know that that annoys me. 
Yeah, no, I can yeah. I can understand that. Yeah, especially if it's something like you're really wanting to tell this person, and they're just like, "Well, hmm. <laughs> well, well." I mean, having children as well. Like, I mean, obviously, like my son who's three doesn't like me and his mum speaking because then um, he's not getting any attention, you know. So if I try to speak to my wife or that, I tell her a story, and he's like, "Mum, mum, mum," and I'm like, "That oh, Liam, I'm trying to." That's his name, Liam. I'm trying to. Tell your mum's right, and then it's like mum, 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 and she's like that. Oh, what is it? And I'm like that. Can you just both just let me finish my story? You know that is, but not just them. There's other people that that does that as well, like, you know. So maybe I'm just not that interesting, Cammy. You know. No, oh, that can't be true. That can't be true. Maybe it is. You know. Maybe I'm just not that interesting. People don't want to hear my story. <laughs> no, I, well, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I, no, like, come on, like. Don't 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 beat yourself up like that. <laughs> well, no, you know it's not a good trait um, if you're a songwriter. If people don't want to hear you saying, is it? So uh, true. You know, true. Nah. True. Well, maybe maybe this next question will help uh, redeem you. Who knows? So I was talking to you about this uh, prior. Uh, so the Cromer Planet King Tuts. We'll use King Tuts as the staple. Yeah. On that on on that night you're performing. The Crom's beverage is going to be getting served. Now, yes. it could be a cocktail. It could be a mocktail. My question to you is, what's it called and what's going to be in it? Oh, so I'd like to make this cocktail. Yes. Well, no, you personally, but yeah. Yeah, Aye. yeah, but my, my, isn't it? Aye. Well, do you know what? I, I have kind of maybe become a bit more refined as I've gone older. <laughs> Because I do like cocktails now, you know. Um, you know, so I'm going to say, I'll tell you what my favourite one is, right? This is an actual one. Brandy Alexander, it's called, right? It was John Lennon's favourite drink. Um, so it'd probably be a take on that. Um, but then I like Long Island iced teas. All right, I'll tell you what then. I'll tell you what. Going on a Long Island iced tea theme, it would be in a tall highball glass, okay. right? With plenty of ice lime in or lime maybe and as much booze in there as possible just topped up with a wee bit of coke right or even Dr Pepper for an amaretto type thing and I'll just have to call it I don't know the uh, I don't know the the, the head crusher you know <laughs> I like that <laughs> I'm not really that but um, yeah it's to be something like that you know I was going to I was going to swear there I was going to call it the mother baby or something like that but um, <laughs> You know, aye, yeah. Aye, we'll keep we'll, we'll, we'll keep it safe. <laughs> Although that sounds like a deadly cocktail. <laughs> it does you know? Um, yeah, or I'd call it Fubar. You know, like the nightclub. You know that beyond all recognition. You know, yeah, Fubar. Fubar. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like that. The question is: Are people going to be able to make it for a full chrome set drinking a Fubar? <laughs> no, no, I. Th- have two of them and yeah, you completely miss the second half you know um, which is disappointing because that's the second album <laughs> <laughs> well we'll make sure that it's just a limit to one <laughs> yes uh, you know because we don't want people missing the second album of all of all things <laughs> yeah uh, members <laughs> I like it uh, uh, so controversial question now Oh, yeah. Burger and fries. Mm-hmm. Let's say we'll use McDonald's for example. I can't think of anywhere else. 
you get yourself a burger and fries. Do you eat the burger first? Do you eat the fries first? Or do you go in between? Or do you throw the fries in the burger? No, I, I don't throw the fries in the burger, Cam. I'm not a maniac. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I do is, uh, no, I hope I've not offended any maniacs watching that, that do that. Um, no, so I get the fries. I open the, the burger box, right? Uh-huh. I have, I'm all, I never mix it up. In, you never mix it up in McDonald's, man. You never mix it up. You always get the same thing, right? So for me, it's like a McChicken sandwich meal, right? Uh-huh. Open the box, put the fries in the other half of the box, mm-hmm. Start off eating the fries and my my curry sauce dip, and then occasionally, once I've had enough sort of fries, I'll take a bite out of my burger, put that down, go back to the fries. So it's kind of, that's how I do it, man. You know, you didn't you don't mess about with these things, like right. you know. I like that. So it's a nice wee mix. It's a nice wee mix. Is it? Yeah, sort of board. You know, you know, just a little bit of that, a little bit of that. You know, that's how we do it, man. <laughs> I feel like I should start a tally board because uh, the way I do it is I'll mm-hmm. I'll just eat the fries first. Oh right! Oh really? Because uh, right. normally the, they're starting to go cold already, and it's just like I might as well. And it's the quickest way I can shove down yeah. <laughs> down me before I tackle the burger. But if you're way people, I can take my time, and it's not too bad. Uh, mm, right. But then controversial in of itself, there are some times where I'll maybe have a few. And then, yeah, I'll have some of the burger, like what you do. So, well, so it kind of makes sense. I mean, growing up in that, you know, you would leave the main event on your, your dinner plate, wouldn't you? You know, at the last, you know, you'd eat all your sort of your two veg and that, and then a <laughs> meat left at the end, you know, let's, let's do this, you know. So, yeah, so what you're saying is you're a main event kind of guy then, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Essentially. But then I feel like for mm. you, it, it'd be the opposite. You would you'd have the meeting that done. You would save all the peas for last. I would imagine. Well, unfortunately, McDonald's haven't yet got around to serving peas. But I will <laughs> strongly work after this podcast. Let me assure you of that. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> now the the McPee burger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that. Oh, just oh, it's 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 a funny question. That's why. I've never taken it away, so uh, but I like that. I like that. That's 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 that says a lot about the character of a person. You know how they eat their McDonald's. You know, you know. Uh, again, I as I watch everybody, and they all do it their different ways. And stuff, you know, and you know. So yeah, good, good, uh, good thing to watch. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so uh, we're, 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 we're we're getting to the, we're getting towards the end of this interview already. Crazy. Hard to believe we're about 40-odd minutes in, eh? That it is. Really, 40 minutes? About 42 minutes, give or take. Listen there, so we've just been talking like a couple of old friends, man. You know what I mean? This has been great. It's been nice, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it has. Well, but I'm probably going to be asking you one of the most difficult questions you'll ever get asked. In my life? In your life. Really? No, really. Right. <laughs> Basically, what, what are you currently listening to? Like if you were to load up your Spotify or whatever you use, what would what would you say you've been listening to as of lately? Uh, do you know what? No, it's not a difficult question. In one sense, I've been listening to uh, Will Fallis quite a lot. Oh, yeah, I think I think I think Will Fallis are a great band, um, particularly some of the earlier stuff. Um, the one of their last big singles, uh, "The Last Man on the Earth," or whatever. That I thought I was a, a cracking tune. That one. Um, I've been listening a lot to um, 
the Arctic Monkeys um, like, uh, from the AM album, AM, like probably the latest album, to, um, oh, what was the other one now? They had Cornerstone and all that and Crying Lightning. Uh, I can't, it's just the names have gone, but I've been listening to that. I've been listening to me about the Black Keys as well, like El Camino. Oh, yeah. So I've really been quite liking... Oh, so the Arctic Monkeys AM and, and El Camino Black Keys kind of see the 2000 and sort of that year 2012 sort of that indie rock I like that guitar tone I like a lot of that stuff and you know the, the riff laden stuff on AM I like the Black Keys the, the, the tones that Dan Orbach gets and all that so yeah so Arctic Monkeys uh, Black Keys um, Will Fallis uh, and uh yeah, that, that's about it, to be honest, yeah, yeah. You're making me want to delve yeah. in and listen to some Wolf Alice and Arctic Monkeys now. <laughs> no, listen to them in yeah. ages. No, I'll tell you what, there's a great song, Wolf Alice, probably one of their best songs is called Giant Peach, um, and that's brilliant. Like They played that at Transmit a few years back. Uh, you know, you, you see, they've got the video of that on YouTube. Absolutely fantastic. Like, you know, great band, really great band, Wolf Alice. You know, I probably think- one of the best bands, yeah, I think. I think I know a, a certain artist that would appreciate the name of that song. A certain artist interviewed in the previous uh, podcast. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, uh, Miss Maeve Devoe. <laughs> yeah, she's she's got a wee peach icon, as you know, on her Twitter handle yep. or something. She sure. is obsessed with peaches or with the oh, peach. Oh. Appar- yeah, and her hair. And- yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, apparently, to eat a peach for her would be cannibalism. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she'll... yeah. Oh, right, she, right. She, she's in love with peaches. <laughs> okay. As I say, it's, right. it's 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 quite the insight. But uh, yeah, no, love love lo- lovely artist, lovely person. Mm. Uh, so is her mother. Uh, we were just talking yes. beforehand as well that uh, she uh, and her mother, you know, they both of Scottish heritage. Uh, Stuart, yes, yes. They're very, they're very proud Stuarts, and they are indeed yeah. <laughs> more proud than us, apparently. But uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know what's, you know what's crazy though. You know, like you know what you do, what you do, and Prospect Radio and, and all the other online radio stations and stuff, right? It's um, I said this before. Um, I don't know if you want me to mention another radio station, oh, but I was at an awards. <laughs> right, well, I was award ceremony um, for Radio Wigwam in, uh, I was in London in January right? and I said this to them as well and I'm saying it to you um, that, you know but, right, see, see at the moment there's a lot of um, promoters and, and pub and club owners right, are favouring cover bands at the moment right? it's kind of cyclical it happens this way sometimes it used, you know, they, some, they used to be the favoured like, original songs but they know that, that cover songs are going to be danced and sung to because people like familiarity and they like to sing along and all that, right? And new music's a bit unknown. So if it wasn't for people like yourselves and all the other radio stations and stuff that I've sort of briefly mentioned in Prospect Radio and all that, uh, giving unsigned artists a platform, it, you know, it'd be quite difficult in a lot of cases to get out there. You know, it's never been more easy to get yourself out in the world because of the internet, but because there's so much, there's so much saturation, how do you cut through it all? And then, like I say, why oh, live venues want covers so but what I was going to say there was I'm kind of rambling and, and apologies what I meant to say was though yourselves and I said this to Wigwam in uh, January you know you are more than like a radio station right or you're more than like a platform to get your music heard you're a global community 
um, and you bring people together, and that's how I'm able to speak about Maeve DeVoe's mother. You know, we speak. You know, they're from Texas or something. You know, and yeah, yeah. and just people that that we've been on the same charts with, and that, and you do, you you, you speak, and we have, we've all kind of sort of made a wee community ourselves in that, you know, and, and we push each other's work and we can share each other's stuff in that. And it's great, you know, but that, that's definitely you guys. That's definitely all using that, you know what I mean? So very much appreciated, man. But, uh, no, thank you. Thank you. Like, I, I, I feel, I, I appreciate the, the, yeah, the sentiment in that. Yeah. Like I, that's how I've always seen it as sort of a community. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm on, pro, uh, well, I'm kind of on prospect radio. That's a funny relationship. But I love those guys anyway, because I wouldn't be able to do the chart otherwise. Uh, mm. Also on the way day, uh, Doogie Stone, there's a few, and uh, recently Fox City's Indie Radio. So that's the oh, one that's yeah. based in Wisconsin. So, mm. yeah, uh, I look at that as sort of the community. I'm getting to spread, like, your music and everybody else's music. And so that's people might know might have never heard of The Crumb before. Get to hear that The way, Crumb yeah. for the first time and go... I like this band. Where 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 are they from? Like I I need to know more about this band, you know. So yeah, that's, 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 I, right. I like that. I like that aspect of it. I like that aspect to the you know community stations and stuff. Yeah, I mean it's great, and it, we we certainly we we are very humbled by it. I mean we've met some great people, um, you know, that we wouldn't ordinarily have have met otherwise. Or I mean, you know, I almost feel like Maeve DeVoe's mum's like my auntie now or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like. Uh, so, but um, nah, it's, it's great. It's honestly, it's great. Like I, I love it, you know. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a good experience. It's been a good uh, it's been a good couple of years for us, just getting to know people and getting the music out there. So thank you. No, oh, you're very welcome. I should be the one thanking you because you're you agreed to come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey man, it's all right. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't doing anything, <laughs> man. And well, I recall. Yeah, I, I do recall we did try to arrange an interview prior, but uh, it was just bad timing. Uh, you're, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> my wife inconsiderately giving birth and all that. Know. You know how? how... Nah, it's not her fault. <laughs> 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 that 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 Wayne just wanted to 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 see the world, you know. So <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we finally got around to it. Yeah, no, it's been nice, man. It's been good. It's been nice to speak to you, you know, and see you. And, you know, um, I know we, we follow each other and stuff like that. And, you know, and you always like when we put things up. And, you know, so it's, yeah, it's been nice. It's been nice to speak to you, mate. Yeah. Definitely. I'm thinking perhaps uh, maybe when, when the second album comes out, I might actually get you and Maeve on at the same time. Oh, that would, that right, would be okay. interesting. Yeah, I've done that before, well, so. well, this might be even more interesting then. Oh. Um, so I'm going to you just now while you're while we're still on air discussing <laughs> okay. this. We have an aspiration that when the album before it's released, mm-hmm. we are going to have uh, we're wanting to have um, um, it's a, a, a small private um, sort of listening. Uh, get together for select people um, and we want to have it in the studio where we record you know because it's also a rehearsal space and stuff like, I think it could hold up to about 40 people something like that um, and we want to invite people who have helped us in our way and been there from the start and, and have the album coming through the, the, the studio system and just you all hear it at the same time and I'd very much like you to 
uh, come up and be one of these people when I mean there's no there's no meat on the bones about this yet it's just an idea that we've got and Dave the producer he I've said this to him and we want to invite people up and that and have a listen and the best part is it's like bring your own booze as well you know I mean you're <laughs> what that's all about so um yeah, so yeah, at the time there'll be an invitation coming your way for that. You know, if you can make it, you can make it. If you can't, you can't. But the invitation's there anyway, man. You know what I mean? Oh no, so. I'll uh, no, I'll 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 make it. I'll make it. You know, if come hell or high water, I will be there. Uh, even if you know I've got to be elsewhere, I will be there. I mean, I mean, that. no, I said somebody would put you up. You know, my mum. I said my mum puts everybody up. You know, my mum takes in all the waves and strays and that. You know, and. Feet- that mate so you know what if it came to you like you wouldn't be struggling for a, a hotel or anything or a bed you know you'd have a place to stay you know what I mean so but um, yeah that's just what you want to do we want to we want to let the people who's been there for us um, hear it for the first time before everybody else does you know and, and you can tell us what you, you think you know so definitely yeah definitely. is that extended to Maven or Mum then yes uh, well, you know, I mean, it could be. I mean, if they're willing to sort of put the bill for a, a plane to, to whatever that would land in Scotland, you know. But um, well, so it's an excuse for them to, you know, come home, so to speak. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, that is true. So I think true. they would jump on the bandwagon for that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah just don't expect me to be a, a tour guide and show them all the secure places of interest. I got a clue, you know, so... Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's 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 fine. I'm sure. I'm sure that they'd just be grateful to meet you in person and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> definitely. So, where, Alan? Where can people find the Chrome? Where can people listen to the Chrome? What's your socials, etc., etc., etc.? Oh, listen, listen. Honestly, everywhere. So, whatever your preferred option is for music you know spotify apple um you know amazon music deezer it's, it's on them all it's on everywhere and uh, we don't have that very many videos as yet on youtube but there's some live performances on youtube um uh, but yeah everywhere everywhere we're on facebook you know um the chrome you'll see us on facebook we've got a facebook page the chrome music on twitter um we're even on tiktok now although i don't <laughs> understand Somebody said to me, oh, you need to be on this because if a song gets picked up and it goes viral, so far I think I've had about three plays or something, you know what I mean? I, I don't get it, you know? Um, but anyway, we're on there as well for people. We do get that. Um, so yeah, yeah, just everywhere. You, just the usual places, you know? Um, and look out for us playing live and try and get along to see us, you know? The live shows are always a good uh, a good, a good, good night, you know? And we, we try to put a lot into them. Definitely. Definitely, and I'll, I'll make sure as well that those uh, those links to both socials and uh, your 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 pages on Spotify and whatnot will be in the in the description below. So you you don't have to go searching for it, folks. It will be right there. It's just an easy click or finger press, and you're there. So no excuses, mm-hmm. no excuses. <laughs> no, speaking of that kind of thing as well, I, you know, I mean, I I um, own the the knowledge panel on Google now for us as well, right? And I fell out with Google this week. <laughs> you know, they, they keep changing it, right? See when, it, see when it's right and the, the band photo's current and everything's current. They changed it this week, you know, like the Chrome singer. And I'm like, there's four of us in the band, you know what I mean? It's not, <laughs> there's four of us in the band. And, and and there's like newspaper articles and daily records, Perth Indie Rock Band win awards, Perth Indie Rock Band, 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 band. And you're like, you've listed us as a singer, you know what I mean? Like, 
Spurious. <laughs> Come. So I sent them a strongly worded email. I says, look, this is very unprofessional, right? I'm trying to look as professional as possible when you've got the chrome down as a singer and you've got two guys in the photo that left the band about a year ago like what are you doing you know so anyway so just so they did change it so Cammy, there's the thing mate it just shows you that the little guy can take on the corporate giant and win sometimes there's a wee success story for exactly me. exactly i like that i'm glad i'm glad you were able to sort it with a nice strongly worded email <laughs> oh they're probably next week but anyway but it's fixed for this week so you'll find us if you google us as well <laughs> this week <laughs> yes folks remember they're a band not a singer yes yes <laughs> a four piece band <laughs> but yeah no uh, thank you for for, for, for coming on uh, the podcast show podcast show we'll call it a podcast show <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure Yes, it has, mate. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been my the pleasure's all mine. Um, yeah, it's been really nice to speak to you. Um, quick fire questions, all right? Didn't catch me out as much as I thought they would. A quite quick answer must mean that they're true. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's been great, man. Really appreciate the time. I really appreciate the time you've put in for us, and uh, the band appreciate it, and they say hello as well. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, man. No, you're, you're very, very welcome. You are very very welcome yes folks uh, that's us for another one uh, definitely check out the Crom uh, their album right on cue is on all major music platforms hell there might even be an 8 track version coming soon I'm kidding on <laughs> that's a very obsolete format uh, google 8 track folks you, you, you'll get what I mean um, but yes yeah, so we're going to end on a song from the Crystal Teardrop that featured on uh, the rundown chart a few weeks ago. The song's called Nine Time, Times Nine, which apparently adds up to Alan. 81? Yes, 81. One of my friends kept reminding me this. I'm like, right, but that's that's not <laughs> what we're talking about. The song's called Nine Times Nine. But yes, and that came out on the 7th of April, 2023.